When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name's Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures, and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. This one is totally my son's expertise. So Brock, take it away. Hey, what's up? Brock Johnson here taking over another episode of Build Your Tribe. In case you missed when we talked about it in a previous episode of Build Your Tribe, I'm not on social media right now. In fact, I'm taking a hiatus off of all social medias throughout the entirety of football season. I thought I owed it to my teammates and myself to completely focus. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity to get to play college football. And not only is the window, the time frame that I'm able to play college football limited, but the amount of focus and the amount of time I have in my day is also limited. And with school starting soon, that's going to be cut back even more. And yes, I said school is starting soon because I'm actually on the UC system, the quarter system, so we haven't started school yet, and that is very, very nice. But with that being said, I wanted to talk to you today about some of the things I've learned in my few months being away from social media, some of the lessons I've learned and experiences I've had that you could apply to your own business or social media, and just generally what it's been like to go from someone who is a social media coach constantly, not just checking every social media and being plugged in like an average millennial would be, but actually studying algorithms and paying attention to every little minute detail and every single software update that every single social media has to offer. For months, actually for years, that was what I did. But now in the last two months, I haven't done any of that at all. In fact, every social media has been deleted off my phone. I don't have Instagram, I don't have Facebook, and I disabled Snapchat stories. I had to keep Snapchat app just so that me and my dad could send snaps back and forth and keep our streak alive. If I let our Snapchat streak end, he would kill me. But I haven't been communicating with any of my followers. I haven't been responding to DMs. In fact, I don't even know if I have any new DMs because I haven't been on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anything since July 31st. So let's talk about it. It's been almost two months now and I have about two, three, maybe four more months to go before I come back on social media. And honestly, that is if I come back on social media. I'm guessing I'm 95% sure that I will, but there's that 5% shred of possibility that I might never come back to social media. I might straight up into the wild style hitchhike across America, end up in Alaska and live in an abandoned bush for the rest of my life. That probably won't happen, but let's talk about what it's been like to be away from social media for even just the two months that I have been. 
First of all, it's been such a relief. And I don't mean that to say that social media or my job was a negative. I absolutely love what I do for a living. I love coaching people and helping people with social media, figuring out algorithms and everything that I listed earlier. I love all that fine-tuned detail. I love the way it combines technology and communicating, people's skills with business skills. I love what I do for a living. But honestly, it has been quite a relief to just take a break, to put social media on pause. You know how sometimes you get a song stuck in your head? Maybe it's just a chorus or a few words and it just plays on repeat over and over and over again? Well, Being able to delete all of these social media apps off of my phone is kind of like I hit pause on that song that was stuck in my head. We've all had those times where we've realized that we're on our phones a little bit too much. Or maybe just that social media is addicting. And studies show that social media is very addicting. Just like a drug or a video game or any other bad habit, social media, if overdone, can be a negative addiction. You know, I think we've all caught ourselves scrolling through Instagram just to close it, open up Facebook, close it, and reopen Instagram. It's a trap that we all fall into because of our love for social media and our craving to constantly know what's going on. What's the latest trend? Where did so-and-so go for lunch? What did Kim Kardashian wear on her vacation? What is it that my grandma is tagging me in on Facebook? What kind of comment is my best friend leaving on my other best friend's Instagram picture? Is it nicer than the comment she's leaving on my Instagram picture? It's a constant, almost nagging voice in our head to be always checking social media and having to stay up to date with the latest trends and changes and posts that everyone is posting constantly 24-7 across multiple social medias. So honestly, it was quite a relief to just delete all those off my phone. Now, of course, for the first few days, there were times where I felt a little bit bored. I felt like something was missing. Literally, I remember the first day when I deleted social media from my phone, I got home from one of my workouts, I had a few hours off, I sat on my bed, I looked at my phone, and I just stared at it. Where the normal Instagram, Facebook, Twitter apps were, there was nothing, just blank space. I looked at it and I thought, hmm, well, what am I going to do now? Instead of just scrolling through Instagram and looking at pictures, I had to figure out what I was going to do with my free time. This was one of my first awesome aha moments because I realized two things. Number one, I realized how frequently we fill our free time with just mindless, unnecessary scrolling of social media. And number two, I realized that I had now eliminated that from my life and I now had a lot more free time to fill with more productive, healthy habits. So that was pretty awesome. What did I fill those habits with? Well, in the next three days, aka my first three days without social media, I started reading three books. Maybe you're reading a couple books, maybe you read all the time, and that's awesome for you. But personally, as a college student, I don't read unless it's assigned to me and I absolutely have to or else I'll fail a class. I try to avoid reading at all costs. But I know how healthy reading is. So within those first three days of not being on social media, I picked up two books and also downloaded one on audio, and I finished two out of those three by the end of the week. I've now read a couple books since I've been off social media, and I tell you that not to brag or to sound cool, but simply because it shows how much free time I've had, where in the past I would think, oh man, I don't, I don't have time to read any extra books. I can hardly read five pages a day. I, I'm 
booked wall to wall. I don't have any free time to read a book. Well, honestly, now since I've deleted all these social media apps off my phone, I've had a lot more free time. I've listened to some awesome books on audio, which if you don't love reading books, I highly recommend checking out audiobooks because, hey, you're listening to a podcast right now. Chances are you like the sound of someone talking into your ear. I do too. So I read a few books, a few self-help books, and I also listened to quite a few self-help books and podcasts and just filled my ears and my brain with so much more knowledge than I would have if I had been on social media. Since those first few days, that rush of productivity that I experienced immediately after deleting social media, I've balanced it out a little bit. I've enjoyed some more free time with my friends. I've been able to focus 100% of my energy and effort into football during our fall camp. And generally over the last two months, and especially now that the season has started, I felt much more present in the moment. Throughout my entire life, I've always felt like I wanted to be present in the moment. I remember when we would go on vacations, whether it was snowboarding or we'd go to Hawaii with the family, I would always feel like I wanted to absorb every second of that vacation. Like if I wasted it playing a video game or sitting in a hotel room watching TV, that I wasn't truly experiencing every single second of that vacation. I wasn't savoring it and I wasn't living in the moment. Ever since I was like six years old, I can remember thinking this way. I probably couldn't articulate it this way, but I remember on a flight home one time explaining to my grandma how I always felt like I wanted to be present in the moment when we were on vacation. I never really thought about being present in the moment in real life. That was until about a year or so ago when I think I just matured a little bit. I listened to some books on audio again. And I found out a little bit more about what meditation is and just the idea of being mindful and being present. And I got to tell you, since being off social media, I have been so much more intentional in everything I do, so much more present and alert and engaged. I always think it's funny how we stereotype our grandparents as the one to say, ah, look at all these kids on their phones. But honestly, oftentimes I'll be out to eat and I won't be on my phone because there isn't that super awesome Instagram app or Facebook app that I can just scroll through. I'll just be sitting there enjoying my meal, looking around. And I'll have to say, I notice a lot of people just scrolling through their phones. And I'm not here to judge them or say that's a good or bad thing because Lord knows if I had those Instagram and Facebook apps on my phone, I would be doing the exact same thing. But I have noticed how much more mindful I have been being off social media, how much more present I've been with my friends, with my family, and with my sport, football. I've been able to notice how my moods can change and what affects my emotions. I've been able to more thoughtfully process why certain things make me feel certain ways, what is affecting my emotions positively, what's affecting them negatively, and just generally what makes me happier and what doesn't make me happy. And I've been able to be more intentional about seeking out the things that allow me to find joy. One quote that I heard early on after deciding to leave social media was from Kobe Bryant. He was talking to the Alabama Crimson Tide during their fall training days. Kobe talks about editing his life. He says, What I always found helpful, particularly when the season starts, is to edit your life. What's most important to you? And when you do that, things become clear rather quickly. End quote. Editing my life was essentially what I had done by deleting social media off my phone. But how does this apply to you? 
Well, although you may not be going into a college football season or an NBA season, you might be going into an important season of your life with your children. Maybe you're just starting out a family. Maybe you're getting married. Maybe you're entering a new season of your life and looking for someone who could be a potential spouse. Maybe you're starting a new business. Maybe you're transitioning away from a job and into a new business. Maybe the business that you started just isn't taking off the way you had hoped. Maybe things aren't going as planned. These can all be seasons of change in your life. Seasons where you should edit down and ask yourself, what's most important to you? And as Kobe says, when you do that, things become clear rather quickly. Another thing that I've learned while being away from social media that you could apply without leaving social media is just simply in the idea of the mindless, unintentional, unthoughtful scrolling. I know that when I do come back to social media, if I do come back to social media, I won't ever do the mindless scrolling ever again. It just doesn't seem appetizing anymore. When I first got off social media in those first few days, sure, if I had re-downloaded Instagram, I would have went right back to the mindless scrolling. But since I've been off social media for so long, I recognize how pointless it is to just scroll for hours and hours. Is it addicting? Absolutely. And it's why we all do it. It's why year after year, the number of hours we spend on our phones is increasing and increasing. But I know that when I go back on social media, I won't ever do the mindless scrolling thing ever again. Instead, I'll replace my mindless scrolling with productive scrolling. Maybe there's certain accounts that I know I need to engage with. Maybe there's certain emails I know I should be scrolling through and reading. Maybe there's certain bloggers or trendsetters who I should be scrolling through and keeping up with what they're posting to stay on top of trends and what the markets are currently demanding. But the mindless scrolling through all my friends and family and random people who I follow, that will be eliminated. The explore page, eh, I probably won't ever scroll through that ever again. Whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube, whatever social media platform you use, being thoughtful and intentional, just like you would in any other aspect of your business, is crucial for not just saving you time, but actually allowing you to make money, be more productive, and learn more while on social media. You'll actually get more out of social media by doing less. Another awesome tidbit that I've picked up since being off social media is that habits are much easier to be replaced than to break. I'll repeat that. Habits are much easier to replace than to break. Breaking habits can be tough. Replacing habits is much easier. That's why when I first got off social media, when I first deleted those apps off my phone, it was tough because I still instinctively, habitually looked at my phone. I even tapped on the screen where the Instagram app used to be, but nothing happened. So I had to replace those habits. And quite literally, I replaced those apps. So where the Instagram app and the Facebook app used to be, I replaced it with apps that allowed me to be more productive. For me, that was my to-do list app, maybe the iBooks app, the podcast app, YouTube app so that I could watch informational videos on YouTube. Also, of course, the, the Bible app, my meditation app, just generally applications that I knew if I habitually clicked on them, I was going to be doing something productive within the app rather than mindless and unintentional. 
And although I've been off of social for a little bit now, and I'm sure Instagram has made some updates, I'm sure Facebook looks a little bit different. Heck, I might even get back on Instagram and there'll be a brand new feature that I've never heard of to figure out. I'm sure the algorithms have changed probably 10 times by now. But really, what I've learned is that although trends and algorithms change, although the apps change, humans don't. And social media ultimately comes down to two things. Helping others and building relationships. No matter what social media it's on, whether it's Tumblr, Foursquare, Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, anything, helping others and building relationships is what it's all about. That's how you win. Of course, there are tricks and tips that can help you out. Of course, staying on top of trends and algorithms can be smart. And attending all these conferences where you learn different hacks and techniques, that can all be beneficial and that can all help you out and set your account apart from everyone else's. But ultimately, social media comes down to just two simple things. Are you helping others? And are you focusing on building relationships? If your focus is on yourself, or selling, or personal gain, or spreading propaganda, or if you lack focus, you're missing the point and you're not going to grow effectively no matter what social media you're on. Instead, Simply focusing and being mindful and present about two simple topics, helping others and building relationships, can allow you to be extremely successful on social media this year. And hey, I wouldn't recommend taking a five-month social media hiatus for everyone. If that suits you, go for it. But let me warn you, there will be times where it's tough, there will be times where you're bored, and there will be times where you're just going to want to give up and re-download all of your social media apps. And for many people, their business and livelihoods greatly depend on the influence, income, and impact that they can make on social media. So I know that for some people, it's just not realistic to take months off of Instagram or delete Facebook off their phone. But it can be extremely helpful and beneficial to maybe take a weekend off, take a few days, take a vacation, because when you honor yourself, it allows you to honor others. It reminds me of the funny episode of The Office. Well, of course, every episode of The Office is funny. But in one particular episode, Jan Levingston comes in and she catches Michael showing movies to the entire office staff. Jan scolds Michael and says, how could a movie increase productivity, Michael? How on earth would it do that? And Michael says, people work faster after. And Jan says, magically? And Michael replies, no, they have to to make up for the time that they lost watching the movie. And no, I didn't look that up. I'm a huge Office fan, and I have most of the episodes memorized. If you want to look it up, I'm sure I got those lines spot on. But basically, the point is, even though it's a joke and it's a funny scene, you are more productive after you take a break. In the case of The Office, it's because they have a time limit and only a certain amount of hours in the day. But for you... Taking a weekend off social media, even just a day off of social media every week can increase your productivity, not because you have to, but because you'll be more focused and more intentional with your time when you are on social media. Oh, and as always, happy networking. Hey, one last thing before you go. I just wanted to quickly tell you about my Instagram training called Help With Hashtags. Help With Hashtags, which is available for just $37, will teach you everything you need to know about Instagram hashtags and more importantly, how to use them to effectively grow your account. 
It's a unique strategy that I developed to grow my own account from 2,000 followers to now close to 20,000 followers in just under a year. Whether you have a huge Instagram account with hundreds of thousands of followers or you're just starting out, help with hashtags will allow you to attract your ideal follower. Rather than just robot followers and spam likes, help with hashtags will allow you to attract the actual ideal customer and start getting more engagement on your posts. Help with hashtags is available at helpwithhashtags.com for just $37.